know, you line up, <laughs> you go all sides. And the field dude, here, dude, <laughs> how do you do that? Oh man, I, I, well, I, I did get a text from a from a from a good friend who was sitting pretty hard on the skins, and so that wait, off, like that, that offsides was, yeah, so that offsides was. Um, uh, hopefully they didn't have the spread. Yeah, yeah, he won. He won the bet. So he had the money line. Yes, he did. Good. He had the money line. Because guess who had the spread? John, plus four, baby. Jonathan. <laughs> so you need you needed that missed field goal. No, I I did. Are you need as, you needed the field goal as long as they didn't as long as Washington didn't uh, score a touchdown. I uh, won that game. Yeah, so because so I had it plus four. The consensus I got, you know, you you never kicked your dog so hard, but then said you were sorry so quick, you know. I guess that's kind of where he was. Is that how we're starting, Birds and Bros? We're going to start off for that one. Woof, woof. Woof. (laughs) (laughs) What a game. What a game. game. Wait, the Washington Giants game or the Eagles. You just just dated our recording of the show. I thought you said that was a no-no, John. Yeah. Now now people know. Oh, now I'm I'm the one who's doing that. Are you the professional now? I'm I'm still classically trained. (laughs) Still classically trained. I'm professionally trained. You are. Nothing. Uh, But – Professionally trained, uh, the Eagles apparently. Good lord, we're professionally trained. <laughs> so uh, we'll start that off here on Birds and Bros. My name is John Jansen, and uh, I'm joined by Michael hi, how are you? Today, uh, today uh, Michael Francis. for the evening, we have Birds and Bros. Mike Jansen yes. on the microphone. Hi, how are you? Hello, I'm Ma- good. Mike on the mic. See, I might get rid of you. Uh, I-, I like that. Mike on the mic. You're fired. You might just get rid of me. <laughs> You're fired. Just get rid of me. Uh, get him off the show. Only because, you know, your name doesn't go with Mike or anything else like that. So Mike Mike on the mic featuring John Jan. Uh, Mike on the mic. <laughs> Mike Mike on the mic featuring Mike. Anyway. Hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> the birds. The eagles. We're happy. We What's are. The last time we've done a happy podcast. Oh, we haven't done one yet. All week because last year was our <laughs> Was our was our maiden voyage? Is and this so? That's a good question. Is this legitimately like the happiest we've been coming into a podcast? It, uh, it has to be because any win that they had last year was all marred by well, they still look terrible. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, so I'm trying to think about wins last year, and even though we had a couple, I can't remember any. Uh, any, well, I guess any you're proud of. So I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, this was a. Uh, I mean, like they had San Francisco last year, which was yeah. cool. That the uh, Dallas game, yeah, yeah, which was alright. Yeah, beating Dallas is always good. No, but, I mean this is this is the most fun we've had. And guess what? All the young guys stepped up and were fantastic. This, yeah, it's 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 one of their. It's it's. I'm hard pressed to think of a game where they dominated as much as they did in this game. Uh, and won with as much conviction and played as well as they did on both sides of the ball, barring some of the uh, penalties on offense. Right. But. There's a lot of stuff in, in the first half. I thought that game should have been over by the first half because it yeah. was clear they well, were the better team. In a, in a way, in, yeah. They ended up making up for it in the second half. But, you know, I, it's, it's just, you know, it's a team that's going to need to improve. Like, I'm not coming away from that 32-6 to game and going, oh, they're perfect. Like there's a lot to improve on, and which is a good thing because they just beat a team 32 to six, and they had some things that were were issues that they can work on. I don't care what he has around him. You kept Matt Ryan out of the end zone, uh, you know. You kept right. the Falcons out of the end zone, and so whatever you have to say about this, that, or whatever, I mean, that's I don't I don't care. Week one of whatever season it is, preseason, blah blah blah, whatever you want to compare it. You know, Matt Ryan is still Matt Ryan and has not been kept out of the end zone very often in his career, and. 
He was, and that defense did that. And also, you know, you like you said, the the Falcons' defense was is not is not really up to snuff. But you you beat up on a bad defense too. I mean, how many more points did you want them to score? Right. How many? Well, they is did exactly for what they were supposed to do yeah. against San Francisco. I, yeah. I said that they they should probably score thirty close to thirty points in that one. They scored over thirty points. So yeah. It's they. Right, you have to play the team in front of you, and that was the team in front of them, and they absolutely beat the brakes off of them. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I, I think all things need context, and like, sure, the context is they played in Atlanta team that's probably not going to be very good, but mm-hmm. also in that is the Eagles played great. I mean, that's it, they they had a game plan that was first of all they executed. And not only executed, but the game plan was great. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I went to an Eagles game and thought, oh, man, they, they know exactly, they what, know they're exactly what they're and doing. They're, and they're attacking it, and they're executing it at such a high level. That was fantastic to see. The only thing beginning of the game was the defensive line was getting pushed around, but by the second half, they were absolutely dominating the line of scrimmage. So all of those problems that they might have been having, where the Falcons' offensive line looked good and Calderon Patterson's uh, being able to run on them, that all went away second half and, and went, okay, fine. Like, there's nothing wrong here. Right. Uh, so I, I want to start here because there's – there's a long list of players, people we were impressed with with the Eagles. I want to ask you that question, and I'll answer it as well. Just who did you come away most impressed with? Was it Jalen Hurts? Was it Smith? Was it, you know, it may be our defensive line. Like, who was it that you went, wow, that was, that was awesome. Like, it was great to see this guy do well. I guess we'd be lying to ourselves if we didn't. I mean, Jalen Hurts. It was Hurts. Jalen yeah, Hurts and Devontae Smith. I mean, I, well, I mean, I guess Jalen Hurts more than no because he was the one that needed to be. He needed to impress, and he needed. You know, he he needs to to to. to like, is there was so much. What do they say? He, he had to come correct, and he did. Yeah. Uh, uh, very very correct. And there was there's only I guess one one pass I saw that the Hurts play. Where he where he was really off, but other than that, man. Yeah, a, a couple of drives. I mean, look, not every quarterback's going to be perfect. He had an no. adjusted ninety percent completion percentage. He basically missed like a couple of throws, and that's yeah. it, which yeah. is great. But I but I I think but even more so than that, and not even taken away to his credit of his athleticism, which we all knew that he had. Uh, but I think you got a real sense of of this this innovative mind of of Mr. Sirianni. Uh, Mr. Sirianni. Mr. Sirianni. That's what I'm going to see. After a win, you're Mr. Sirianni. After a loss, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call him Nick. So, Nick. But Mr. Sirianni. It's usually the opposite way, you know? No, no, Mr. Sirianni. No, no, he's not in in trouble, I guess. Yeah, but Mr. Sirianni, uh, it it seems as though after after this this little week that he knows how to put – Mr. Hertz, <laughs> why am I doing? Why am I saying? Why am I stuck on yeah, that now? Fine. Anyway, Mr. Jonathan, uh, <laughs> 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 it it seems as though he 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 has he has Hertz on a path uh, to succeed and knows knows the looks to give him. And and that was the way he started off the game. It was it was quick throws to Watkins uh, just to get some completions, some quick throws to the outside, and just to get him rolling. And 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 you know. You know, completions are contagious, and that's how the game started. And it seemed that Hertz always knew exactly where the ball was going to go, and are the allotted of time. And when he didn't have that time, he was able to make some moves and keep his eyes downfield and be an NFL quarterback. Do yeah. you know how great it was to not watch a stubborn coach? Like, to watch a coach that wasn't stubborn enough to go, this is my offense, this is how we have to run it, and we're going to use this all the time. Nick Sirianni is everything that we wanted Doug Peters. And I know Doug Peters won the Super Bowl. But when it came time for the NFL, 
to to figure out Doug Peterson. They did, and Doug Peterson didn't adjust, and he was stubborn as absolute all hell. Yeah. Like I, I, what Doug Peterson did in 2017 was great, but the league figured that out right away. And guess what happened? Nothing. They were he was stubborn in the way that he was because he never made uh, Carson Wentz comfortable. He kept doing things that Carson Wentz didn't like. Right. He kept putting guys like an Alshon Jeffrey position that I never thought he should have been in. The running backs were always revolving, and it never should have been that way. There were so many things he went. Why are you being so bleeping stubborn about this stuff? And the how, like just the the relief. I guess I don't know. I, it felt like. I that was a, bre- a breath of fresh air that I haven't had in a long time with the Eagles. That was so much fun to watch a game plan that was exactly around the strengths of his freaking football team, and it was so damn nice to see. Like that that game was so easygoing, and the, the game plan was perfect. They were executing it well. They they were a mess a little bit. They were sloppy a little bit in terms of penalties. In the first half, something that they can correct for sure. By veteran guys too, which was weird. I guess yeah, we'll get into like that Lane later, Johnson yeah, we'll going right, that. like weird, all though. that stuff. That was it was weird, but the game plan was so good. It just was a breath of fresh air. I have not been that relaxed watching an Eagles game in forever. Like it's since probably the twenty seven. But you, you really didn't start to rela- relax to the third. Like you felt the relaxation, but you're like, whoa, 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 this this, this is fake. Am I getting a contact high in right, here? Right, right, yeah. yeah. Somebody's <laughs> somebody smoking smoking some sweetest cheaper in here because I'm starting to feel real chill right now. I, I'm picking up where you're vibing, Mr. Jonathan. I got you. Hey, I was in a public area. Right? I can't be doing that stuff. <laughs> it could. Hey, it could have been that vape I pen, man. I was at work, all right? Hey, well, the, the vape pens are hitting hard over <laughs> there at the park. Hopefully work. <laughs> all right? Over at Parks, the vape pen, the, the vape pens, they f- they float, they flow like lava. <laughs> I, I hope my employer is not listening to this. Thank you. Mark not for you. Uh, the, you know, the, 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 oh, the, for everybody else. Right. Yes. Sure, not for everybody for else, you. quote unquote. Not for you, Mr. John. But you know what was great? And I, I just want to get this out of the way now because right. I, I was it's just I was so glad I wasn't watching it in, intently and as a fan. But to see what the Eagles did that day, and it was phenomenal. And they were doing everything was executed well. Play calling was fantastic. Defense looked great. And the rest of the time, I'm watching Carson Wentz fumble on a QB sneak. Did I'm he? watching Jason Peters leaving a game in the after the first drive because of an injury. Like yeah. all of these things that we that just have been so infuriating for a couple of years now to finally be relieved of it. And you know what? The my first thought was as that Eagles game after that whole NFL Sunday was done. Like the first thought that came to me was, you know, like I don't know if the changes were like I don't know if it's going to be in the long run the best thing to do. You know, I don't know if you know Carson Wentz is going to be better than than Jalen or whatever the case. It doesn't be. matter anymore. It's just, yeah. Right. It it felt like at the end of the day, I came to the conclusion that the changes that were made absolutely needed to be made. Yeah. Because they were absolutely stuck in a run. And yeah. they, they changed it, and it felt like all of that, all of the tension, the pressure, whatever it was, just kind of uncoiled, and everything felt just relaxed. And they, the, whatever rut that they were in, because some of the players on that roster were, were in that rut. Yeah. The offensive line, you know, the, the defensive line, Darius Slay, but they all looked much more refreshed and better. And so it tells me that, you know, they, they needed to rip that Band-Aid off, get rid of it. And so Howie Roseman, I, I've been saying a lot of bad things about him, and I get it, and I probably will because I don't think he's that great. <laughs> he, they absolutely made the right decision. They needed to change He's things. not done. I don't think he's done. Him. He's not done being terrible. He's, no, he's, he's not. He's, he's no. okay right now. He, 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 he power washed the mud off his boots a little bit this week. But, right, you know, right. But, but, but he, it's just all the changes he made, 
were absolutely now I can see in hindsight necessary. It seems as though, and, and I'm, I'm sure they were, they were tough decisions too, and, and, it, and it almost seems like you know, not even going into last year, but a lot of decisions he was he was forced to make, you know, with the whole quarterback change and all. It didn't seem like that's the route they wanted to go, but I, I guess it seems as though they're happy that it did. But of course, we're, we're still talking about one game, though. You know, I mean, right? Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah. And 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 like even even going off of what what you said about, uh, you know, Doug, you know, Doug in the past, you know, being stubborn and not changing and not conforming to 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 you know people figuring him out then then attacking from different angles you know now there's 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 a reason why Sirianni didn't put much on tape in the preseason uh, and he showed you a lot of stuff that they're doing and and it seemed like there was a lot of simple things going on for yes. Jalen Hurts that and that's all that needed to be done against Atlanta and exactly the great thing was they executed it to but perfect you know you you know you you know this even more than I do you know when when you get somebody on tape it gets harder and harder to to be successful and you have to make things more difficult and you have to you know you have to you have to switch things up blah 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 so yeah. I guess as this as this rolls on this is where you you know especially with success early on that bar gets raised up a little bit higher expectations and that's what I don't want to happen right now though it's happening know? it's happening yeah, and it's it's happening I want- Five, John five hundred percent. Up, uh, you yes, uh, uh, t- jersey sales for Jalen Hurts right, the day yeah. after the game. So don't tell me it's 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 already happening. Yes, and and, and it, it, we should be excited. Absolutely, that, absolutely I, I, for the game. Sure, but this is honestly, I'm I want this to happen for Sirianni's and Hurts' sake because there's going to be a time this season where they probably do have a couple of bad games. There has to or be right, because Sirianni isn't going to. Co- it's like Doug Peterson in 2016. Every single thing that he did in 2016 wasn't perfect, and he, yeah. they lost games because of it. And guess what? He made up for it the next year. He figured out everything that he was doing wrong, corrected it, and they won a Super Bowl. Like I, I expect those growing pains to happen with Sirianni. Yeah. So I don't want to get the expectations up so far of like, oh, this team's 10 to 12 wins, and like, look how great they are. Whoa. Let, let please let Sirianni fail. Yeah. I, I want to let him fail because that's fine. It's okay that he does. We learn from it. Yeah. Coaches learn from it after the first year. Even Jalen Hurts is going to fail at times, and you could probably say that he did in the the first four games of his career, and he learned on it in the fifth game. Yeah. So you know, I just I I want to give still this team a little bit more room to fail a little bit. So we're we're not overly on them. So when they do have that one bad game, and it could be this weekend, and we go. Oh, see, oh, Sirianni's a failure. Like he's not as good as we thought. But you'd be hard pressed to do that. I mean, yeah, I guess this week you'd be easy, you know, easy pressed to roll back. You know, if we didn't get a couple weeks out of him being, being, a, you know, with having great game plans and winning. Like if right. we go three and zero and then lose that one game, like oh well, that's just the one game. But I guess splitting one and one, then you will get a lot of people, you know. Right, I just Call the, him fire. It, it, the thing is, it could happen. Like, there's a good possibility that it happens where there's a stretch in the season where they're kind of going through some things and they're fi- figuring out kind of what they are all over again. Because yeah. you're right, the game plan was simple against Atlanta. Well, it's going to be harder against San Francisco to come up with the game plan because it's not as easy as oh, our guys are one on one individually better than yours. Let's just put them out there, in space and have there, them win. There's a, there's a big difference this week, and even talking with with some people just just some you know regular friends yeah. about about yeah. you know betting betting the game this weekend or even fantasy players uh on the Niners or the Eagles and and I was like completely biased man like I wouldn't touch I wouldn't touch this game with you know I wouldn't put any any kind of faith in any kind of fantasy player on either side and I wouldn't bet it because 
you're getting you're getting a full Lincoln Financial Field for the first time in two years. Yeah, and and you know, arguably some of the most rowdy, craziest, loudest fans in the well, craziest. You just city. Ro- rolled out all those jersey sale numbers, and the it's fan base a, believes again for five, the first time in a long 500%, time. Five hundred percent, dude. I look, yeah. and it's the Jalen Hurts going up, and so the the way that that stadium is going to be, how jacked up we have we have enough veterans on both sides of the ball. That, that can show these young guys how to channel and utilize that kind of crowd. That's all anybody's talking about, Sirianni included, about the fans and about the, the atmosphere that the link's going to be on Sunday. And, you know, if for, for my, you know, my prediction, I would, I would welcome, I, I would wish that our toughest opponent was going was to be this weekend. If I had to choose, right. but to, to be our our home opener with our fans, uh, because th- that kind of will give you a little bit of a, an in, in, invincibility feeling, yeah. you know, that invincible feeling that you can go in there and just just smack them in the mouth and take the game over. Uh, so that's, <laughs> I mean, that's why I, I think is, is, is a big difference of any kind of, any kind of, you know, football knowledge or prowess or, <laughs> or whatever you can throw at it, that the football gods are, are going to be thunderous yeah, on Sunday yeah, and, and, and they can, they can derail anybody's prediction for this weekend. In my right, in, and in well, my grandioso and, opinion. And, right, and also in play here too is I saw enough of that week one game, context included, of what the Falcons are. This is a this is a much improved Eagles team. Like that's mm. that that was clear from the jump. They're not going. Their offensive line is healthy right now. They yeah. weren't at all in the past like two two years, maybe three years. You know, right. Devontae Smith is the best talent they've had at wide receiver. He's better than Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey is not talented. Enough. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> not all this. Absolutely true. But coming into this game, you know, Devontae Smith, healthy on the field, and also he's the best playmaker they've had in receiver in a long time. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey is not that. I heard somebody, Dave Spadaro, trying to make that argument. Dave. That's ridiculous. You know, Alshon Jeffrey is not the type of playmaker that Devontae Smith is. They haven't had that in a long time. Mm. And he looked great. Jalen Hurts looked phenomenal and looked really good. And they're not going to get historically bad quarterback play like they did with Carson Wentz. Carson yeah. Wentz was the worst-rated quarterback in the NFL last year. They yeah. are not getting that kind of quarterback play. So am I saying this team's 10, 12, 12 wins? No. Who but knows? this is a, an, an improved enough team that I could see six to eight wins, and they could compete with a team like San Francisco. So, yeah, when you say the betting side of things, when I see three points, I go, eh, probably not for me. Like, even three and a half. Like, this line should be short, and it's probably priced the way it is. And, of course, with the area we're in, because. like everybody's going to be biased towards the Eagle, and the number probably is going to be more favorable to bet San Francisco. But outside of the whole betting expert thing here, it's just – it's. You can get that feeling that the Eagles aren't a bad team. Mm-hmm. This is not the Falcons. This is not the Jaguars. This is not Houston. This is not any of the teams that you have at the bottom there. The Eagles are not in that conversation. They're, I would say it right now, I could probably put them clearly the middle pack of the NFL, and they have a chance to improve on that and get even better. But it's it's right where they are, and it makes me think that they can compete in a game like this. And It doesn't make it tough to predict. But I, I just think I know now that after what I saw from week one, we can move on with the Eagles been, uh, being a, at least a decent team because they are not a bad team. I kind of like my, my outlook going in last week and not not picking the game or even say, or even predicting the season and the season, uh, you know, the season record by the end of the year because 
I, I think I'm done. I think I'm done doing that. I don't like doing that. You guys can do that. You guys can do your 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 ten and sevens and you know or whatever the hell whatever the hell it is now with with added games or whatever. Because look at just looking at it now, like especially how this team is. Enjoy last week. Look to this one. And I'm not even looking past to the, you know to the week after that. And as well as you know, you take you take you take the progression from what happened the week before and have that momentum drive into the next week. You know, if you start putting your predictions down on what you think the season's going to turn out to be, you know, I think it just puts pressure on your opinion, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> but also again, like what's what's the point of me? Because I think we could go right. Like the easy thing we could have done here is flip these mics on, go on Birds and Bros, talk about all of our stupid crap and then once we get in the birds go right away well Jalen Hurts the franchise quarterback now it's not talking about future but no. I don't even I don't want to do any of that he I want to take he played phenomenal he was fantastic mm-hmm. let's take it week to week you know yeah. because if I start doing the future thing then all of a sudden when he has the one bad game well then I can easily turn the mics on again we do this podcast and go see that's why Jalen Hurts isn't week to yeah. week like let's just one week at a time let this play out and I think Jalen Hurts that was a phenomenal game awesome let's build on it let's continue to see more it was fantastic to see that and i want to see more well, even the main the main thing you know that i took away you know first and foremost and I, i'm trying to ride out things that that you can't really deem fluky that you can't deem you know was just a you know a, a wonderful happenstance of events you know that that led to such a great victory uh the main thing i took from that game uh, and the main person, aside from the athletes, was you know just was was actually Sirianni because it seems like he has all of these guys playing for him, and it seems that they they eat up uh, his excitement and his dare I say dorky and Ted Lasso energy. <laughs> yeah, like I know I know people are saying that <laughs> too. Lasso, I, yeah. I can't I can't I'm, I I haven't watched Ted Lasso yet, and I've been I've told watched that enough I to know. Yeah, see, yeah. He's a so, really quirky guy, but he's you know. P- Players tend to just fall in love with him and fall in love with the energy that he has. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you like the, just people that, I mean, it's he, he, he comes from a, a football coaching family. And I know a lot of people are talking about this too. And even going off of you saying, like, oh, he needs to fail and he needs to know, like, this and that. I'm sure he has, he's experienced all of that already. Not at this level, sure, but a guy that's as competitive and as passionate as him, any kind of derailment is, is devastating to his ego and devastating to, to his want to win. And that is contagious and, and, and it can't be shook. A guy that, that gives off the kind of vibe that he gives where his mind only only turns for football it only turns for football and 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 this city is and he loves this city because we're we're all essentially the same way as a whole in this city too that you know we have our sports teams we love it but this city ignites for football and nick sirianni dude that that is the vibe i'm getting from this guy and and watching his even a little bit of his press conference today and he's wearing <laughs> Dude, he wears the the, the hip t shirts. Yeah, and, yeah, and all he, that great he stuff. He breaks down his analogies of the like, you know the dog mentality, and he's clarifying, no, not the underdog mentality, the dog mentality. <laughs> you know, you forget about what happened before, and you go out, you run out of the cage hungry. You know, it's it's cheesy as all hell, but when it makes sense, and it seems to work when you come out of the gate on the road and keep a team out of the end zone, it's like, well, this dorky son of a gun might know what the hell he's talking about. And that's my take on it. And, and props to him. It's not a fluky thing for him to come out with this with a great game plan to utilize the strengths of what he has on the field. No, not fluky at all. And 
it, it felt like they were playing loose and, you know, weren't thinking twice about what they were doing. Because that, that's what it, it felt like. You know, it, I, I tried to compare it to, to this um, on, on my show, and I want to at least bring it here. That, you know, it's like when you're at a job for a little bit too long and sometimes you get in a rut and you don't really know that you're in it, but you start thinking twice about things. You're like, do I even like what I'm doing? Are we even doing the right thing? And you start going over it, but like, no, I'm going to stick it out, all of that. But then when you finally make that change, like the Eagles did to go to a different head coach and, you know, do something different, you know, go to a new job. And then you look back and realize, man, I was in such a bad place. Like I had no, I, I didn't like what I was doing. And you finally admit to yourself all of the things that were wrong. And then you go in actually to a new job and, or a new coach here and try and fix them. That's what I feel like happened here. Like they, everybody made that change and they look back in hindsight and said, you know what? We probably were in sort of a bad place there mentally, physically. Yeah. So now the change comes in and that changes a breath of fresh air like Sirianni. And I think everything just sort of that change sort of fell into place. And now, you know, everybody's amped up because it's a new coach. Finally, like things are, you have a new quarterback, you know, things are looking a little bit different and you, you kind of want to just put your step, uh, your first foot forward and go, all right, I want to make this work because I, I finally like again, you know, what's happening here. And I like the, the energy that the coach is putting out. I like this kind of new situation that I'm in. It feels like they're energized by it. Yeah. And I thought I saw that week one. I guess Atlanta. He's such a jacked up dork, man. I mean, He's such a jacked up dork. <laughs> and, but in the, in the best kind of way. I mean, I, I'm I'm that way. I have things that I'm passionate about in that way too that we don't have to get into now. You know, my my, my theater prowess. But yeah, you know, your theater powers. My my you know my classic my 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 chops of being classically trained. Uh, but yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I, I think everything is is kind of falling into place to work out well here. And Everything's to, coming up roses. It, it feels like a good environment to. It feels like a good environment to develop a young quarterback and a good de- environment to develop a young receiver because now you have the coach that kind of has everybody aboard. Jason Kelsey was moving around probably better than I've seen him in a long time. Oh, Blondie? Zach, Zach Ertz was, you know, made a big play and made a nice catch for him. You know, it just it, it's all these veteran guys now that I feel like are getting a second wind with all of this uh, because this is probably the most change for them because they've been around for Rager, Rager looked a little quick this week, man. I don't want to go too far with Rager. I know he looked a little quick on that on he that did. on that TD. He did. I, he looked fast. I, I felt like year. at that point though that was that was a little bit of garbage time touchdown and. Uh, Atlanta had given up at that point. I was actually impressed with Watkins, and they actually gave him the first few throws. Uh, but yeah, oh, they I, were trying to break that. They were trying to break that that screen touchdown again. Yeah, they were. They absolutely were. Yeah. No, I, I've, it's just this this change that they made during the off season. I, it's it's working out, and it seemed like we after week one, it's working out. Right baby. after it wasn't just a necessary decision; it felt like the right decision. And now looking back in hindsight, you know, and seeing all the things that are going wrong with those guys that we did have here. All over again. It's like, all right, we did the right thing. We needed to get rid of all of all of that mess yeah. and just start new. And now all the guys are benefiting off of it. And now we go into week two. Week two. And we take on oh. San Francisco forty yeah. nine. Maybe I'll bring that up. I was so confused about before we move. Dude, I, you, maybe you can help me help explain this to me. Yes. It, it happened a lot in the last game. Did you notice uh, – uh, how were their defensive holding calls on run plays? I have and it, no idea. And it happened. It happened to it happened to the Eagles All, twice. Both teams and to the Niners got one too, multiple times. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> like when you see that flag, it's like 99.9. percent Oh, it's against it's against us. 
How? 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 Why is is the defensive guy not letting? Or you see one on a run play, and we're like, okay, it's going to be holding. I just it's had this. I, I had this. I had to bring it up. I just I never seen it before. No, I I mentioned this. I mentioned that as well. This is when you game. punch the TV during Madden, like when they, right. you know, yeah, yeah, defensive like, holding. Like, are you, are you, you, you're you, making you, up you're shit. You're trying to you fulgum kidding me right now. You know. <laughs> yeah, it felt like they were making stuff up. I just I I I had to done. I had to let that off my chest. It was uh, it was good. It was That's eating me thing, alive. It was eating I, me alive. Uh, I had no idea how that was happening. So anyway, we don't really have much to say about that other than it's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. That's what we'll call it. Bullshit. All right. Anyway, moving on. Niners this week. <laughs> you good? Yeah. Get that all out of your chest, Mr. Bullshit. <laughs> I got it now. You have a right to remain silent. Anything you say, Ken, will be saying. San Francisco 49ers, 49ers baby. <laughs> uh, so they they took on the Detroit Lions last week, 41-33. I, that wasn't Ooh. a close game. And I know the whole, like, oh, Jared Goff, look what he did against the 49ers. Yeah, he did that, like, the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. My, what I'm trying to say is the 49ers are good, and that's why – I'm, I'm mostly seeing that as a barometer. Like, yeah, whatever we see from this game, I think is a good barometer of what, what the Eagles might be at this point. You know, if they're close and, and maybe win this game, that's a good, that's a damn good team that they would be. Yeah. You know, and even if they lose by a few points and they're in it and they're competitive, well, that's a damn good team that they just put play competitively against. True. This is a great, this is the first, like that, that Atlanta one was, all right, can you just beat a bad football team? And they did it convincingly. And they sh- they they checked that box off of they're not a bad team. Now check the box off of are you a competitive th- like what are you going to be able to compete with what we consider one of the top teams in all of football? Right. This is a great game, you know. And I'm I'm glad this is happening week two because we're gonna we're gonna get an answer pretty quick here. And you can say oh 49ers are without their top running back Raheem Mostert. They're with it without him all the time. They're still one of the top rushing teams in the league yeah. every single year. He's always hurt, they're without he? their top cornerback, but they can replace him easily, and they're still going to be one of the best defenses in all of football. So, even despite some of these injuries, Kittle, right? They they like they've won a ton of games. Kittle, Jimmy Garoppolo's I think lost eight games in his career. Like they they can win football games with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Debo Samuel's a great great wide receiver. Um, George Kittle is phenomenal. They got a guy, Brandon Ayuk, who they're not even using much because they're so talented wide receiver who's going to be a phenomenal wide receiver. Yeah. Like, this is a really good team. You know, I think this is going to be, like, the. I'm glad it's happening week two. It's the big barometer test of, all right, what are the Eagles? And what is what is Hurts? What is Sirianni? What is Devontae Smith in a game like this? You know, I, I can't I, – I, can't wait to watch this one because I'm so excited to actually see what can happen. I, I can't wait to watch it either, and, and I, I think – you know, I'll give myself a pat. I think I'm correct in saying that the that the top story of week two are is the link is full of crazy Philadelphia Eagles fans for the first time in two years. Sick. And I hope I hope everybody makes it out alive. Sick. Sick. Wait, so well, sick. Like, sick. Well, you know, like you know, just just from pandemonium, John. I I I'm I'm very excited for the the stadium and the players because I love hearing them them speak on how much it sucked playing in empty stadiums. You know, yeah, I, I loved yeah. hearing them say that. And and this, it's it's a big game changer for me. Like honestly, it's 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 all it's all. I, I'm trying to now that we're obviously doing we're birds and we're broing right now, and I'm trying to get past the fans and I'm trying to get past the 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 pack stadium and uh, I, and it's, of course my excitement from last week, but going into this week and having a full stadium at home, my birthday week, okay, my birthday week. 
and just seeing seeing that seeing that joint rocking, man. And I, you know, I, I'm maybe I'm 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 eating I'm eating I'm eating the cake batter, baby, because I'm 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 fired up and and I feel I feel invincible this week, John. I'm not afraid of of Mr. Kittle. All right, I'm not afraid of him. All right, I want him. I want them. I want the Niners. I mean, you bring the Cowboys, too. I want the Cowboys this week, too. Put them all in the middle of the link, John. Bring them all down. All right, I got that off my chest now. I feel better. Are you, are you feeling a bird's, bird's win here? Is that, is that what I'm Oh, are we jumping? We're jumping You know, I'm to jump the predictions. No, no, no. How are you feeling about the Let's just say I'm putting it down, John, all right? I'm putting it down. I'm putting it down. So it does, from what I heard there, it feels like you're 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 feeling a pretty positive day at the link. Not just fans, but just the whole energy of the stadium and, and the Eagles going into this game with so much momentum and the way that they look. It's the top won. story for me, man. It's, it's great. I mean, they're, they are, it, they're finally going into a game now where – you know, I can I can feel good about it, and not just feel good and like okay, they might have a chance to win, but you know, this it is going to be exciting to actually see what Jalen Hurts can do yeah. against the 49ers defense. It's going to be exciting to see Devontae Smith if he's he, if he's able to break one down the field and score a touchdown. You know, it it's going to be really fantastic to finally see this stuff in a big game. I right. Fans are there. It's a big game against a team we think is an NFC contender, you know? And so they have that coming in here, a team that was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. And so we now get to see our young players go up against that. That is yeah. exciting, man. It is. I cannot wait for that. That is it going is, to be a big-time atmosphere. You know? It is, John. That's right. Like the X's and O's, of course, they're always important, man. And you can, you can, you can break this game down all you want. But you're going to be hard-pressed to find anybody – in eagle green white whatever the hell they wear that day that's going to take a playoff and you're going to be hard pressed to find a guy that's not going to be jacked up uh between every whistle you're going to be hard pressed to find anybody that's not just just so freaking amped to go out there and even dare i say which is why i might argue that it could be a even another bad game to kind of gauge where we're at because that this kind of this level of of excitement and, and this level of, of atmosphere that some of these young guys are walking into, it amps you up and gives you that extra juice to play a little over your head too, to be a little bit better than you are, you know? And, and I, th- I think that of course, like that, that, that's the, the perk of, of, of having right, a home, home game. And all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, the field perk, advantage but, is there for but this, reason. but right. this is even, you've pissed off the Hulk even more, you know, it's a, it's a different shade of green with, you know, with, with the build up to what is going to happen on Sunday. I mean, I may, maybe, maybe I'm the only person that feels this, this heightened electricity around having fans back in my favorite place in, right. in Philadelphia. So I don't it, know. So yes, it could be, they might, they might play over their heads and all of that. But some people, some if, some players. If that does happen, though, that's the exact kind of game that can catapult your season to yes. being much better than it should be. Yes, like this is, I, I and it, it's kind of weird to say. Like after two weeks, I would completely change my opinion about the Eagles and and think that they are a playoff team. But this is that kind of momentum changing game where if they come can come away with a win, sneak away with a win against the 49ers, then you go on to face Dallas after just that great win. Sure, they could maybe go into Dallas and have a little bit of a disappointing game because it'd be San Francisco. They win and they go on the road. But this wow. this San Francisco game, though, if you can this if this is one you can steal off of the schedule that I don't think anybody was when they looked at the schedule was pegging this game as a win because yeah. the 49ers are great. But if they can come away with a win and in that circumstance, 
I mean, that that changes the entire season. So, yeah, I hate to put so much importance on this because they're probably going to have other chances to win this division because, as we've seen, the only team that's looked legitimately good outside of the Eagles is the Cowboys. Do you think – you don't think – you're telling me you really don't think it's on Garoppolo's mind right now. He's like, I really, really, really hope – that I, that that I don't that I don't get ball first to start off that game, and you put that defense out on the field after kickoff with our with you know with our defense and that that crowd, and well, yeah. giving the Niners the ball first. Kickoff. Are you you don't really think it's like really really hoping that that scenario is not. Well, sure for Garoppolo, but Kyle Shanahan's one that could ease Garoppolo in and do it so well that yeah. they could probably score. First that's year. fine. You know, Kyle Shanahan's one that's just I. I but what I'm saying he's is, it's so good offensively and with the scheme. If, if they win the toss, though, John, I would probably put San Francisco on first. No, no, I mean San Francisco won the toss. What would right. they, they, they would they would they would take ball? You're saying? I'm not sure. I haven't seen, but um, I imagine. I imagine the Eagles would want want to do that, and San Francisco. I probably imagine would want to go on first as well. Oh, so you th- you think they would take Kyle? That on? Sh- yeah, because Kyle Shanahan wants to get. The I would imagine. I mean, it usually usually goes the other way. I mean, I, I guess because probably speaking, you want to put the home team's offense out there first to kind of you know give your defense a chance to kind of calm the calm the crowd down a little bit. Yeah, but I guess it's just how you want to calm the crowd down. Yeah, it's it's all. Depending on you know what the coach thinks they want to do for Kyle Shanahan's one where his offense dictates the tempo of a game, and I'm sure he wants to go out there and punch him in the mouth right away and dictate. We're breaking game. decibel levels, John. It's what's going to happen. I don't know about that. I don't know if that, that can happen. It's going to break decibel levels, it's, John. It's going to be great though, and I can't wait for the game. Um, so what what are your expectations in terms of performance? Coming into this one, like I guess, who who are you expecting or want to see have a big game and and continue from what they did in Week One? You know, obviously Jalen Hurts is one of them, but you know, do you want to see Dallas Goddard continue to do what he did because he finally looked like that tight end one yeah. that we all thought he was going to be? He finally looked like that against Atlanta, where he's making big catches. And he really needed to. I mean, because yeah, he I, absolutely I, did, and, and and he still has yet to have. You know, I guess we can talk about him. A was little that bit. the breakout game for no, Goddard? Atlanta, no, not no, enough. Th- yet? Not, not enough to get his money. The money, you know, he wants to rework right, his contract. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. I I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember him having a game that he's taken over to where he he definitively can throw a, a, a flag in the in the sand and say I want my money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't. I I can't think of one. I I, I we say it a lot. That oh Goddard Goddard's due. God, this is his game. This is his week. This is his season. Uh I guess if we're going to put pressure on somebody to 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 kind of show up, like you want to be Zach Ertz and go out there and go out there and be better. But so far, I mean, you know, dollars to donuts, push comes to shove. He's, in my opinion, he's not even close to what Zach Ertz was in his. No, not even close. That's the thing. I don't know if he ever will be. You know, I and they're they're different. The way that they talk about him, right. man, and 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 the expectation is that he will be. And I I think because it's so easy to to look at Goddard and go, well, he's. Goddard, it, it, at any point in his career so far, has more physically gifted than any point in Zach Ertz's career. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz was never a physically gifted tight end. But I think what's easy to overlook is that Zach Ertz does so many of the little things right. His route running's impeccable. He knows how to he knows how to find a hole in the zone. He knows how to run a route to be and, a guy And Wentz loved him. And Wentz absolutely peppered him with balls. So I think Dallas Goddard, I don't know if he will ever be that tight end, but at least what I saw in Atlanta – and that it's basically that catch in the end zone 
where that, that was, was all throw. Well, yeah, it was a great throw. That throw. Oh, no, no, I mean, no, I'm, I'm kind of that's what like you said, peppered. I mean, it 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 was. Yeah, he he had to put himself in position to get that ball, but it it was it was there, and I guess it was it was it was bang bang for both of them. But but still, it's just. You know, it's, it's right, but wanna... at least that was that's what, what I what? wanted to see from Goddard. Make a game game changing play. You know, make make a play that you know is something that most tight ends can't. Because I I think Goddard has that kind of talent where he's probably one of the top talents in the NFL in terms of physical traits. It's just that he never has been able to put it together in a game. That was the first time in Atlanta where I went, oh man, that's a great catch. Like, okay, he was able to come back and, and go back on a ball, make an adjustment. Off and the make top a of your head, catch. is there another play? Or no? For me, no. Only one, but it got called back. Okay. The Dallas play. Uh, the Carson Wentz one where... Oh, no, I, I just mean... I mean, I mean in the uh, in the Falcons game. Oh, in the oh for Goddard? No, he had a couple of catches that were just decent. Um, but no, other than that, not really. Well, that's just what I, you know, that's what I mean, though. Like, I, I, I guess... I'm not saying that he can't do it. I think I think I I need I need more consistently do it. Please yeah. do it over and over again. I, I need I, what, I need I need to get need. past. I need to have that definitive moment for him where where it says that was the game where he that, okay now he, he he has he he's arrived right okay don't he's give here. Us just a he hasn't shown up game. yet man he really hasn't and you, you you can blame it on all of this and uh you know what happened last year the terrible with wins and blah 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 but you know he had a touchdown catch that's great. I want more, and, there, and he, he should have more, especially with this contract. Thing. He's not making it. You know why he's not making a big deal out of his contract? He hasn't done it yet, right? He he'll I, make a big deal. He wants to make a big deal after. We're all wait. Great. We're all waiting to be pissed off for you, Dallas. We yeah. all we all want to start chanting, "Pay this man!" But no, no as of right now, what he's nobody's his career, nobody's doing that. If if it came to now, like okay, if you have to sign him now or let him go, it'd probably let him go. And, like I'm not. He's not worth the money. And he's he, also he's. An under an underthrown ball away from from Ertz having an eighty yard touchdown right, catch, yeah. you know, and and that yeah we we'd be talking about something different. We would because we would. that might have taken away Goddard's Goddard's touchdown. I think that was on that drive too. It might have been that or the one after. I don't know. Yeah, I, but that would have changed, and that wasn't Ertz's fault either. You know, it, right. and it, it could have changed that whole thing. So that narrative, if you will, John. Right, I think, and you're exactly right. It's more of, hey, Goddard, I don't want to see a few plays out of you. I want to see a game. I want to see a full game out of you where you take are it over. dominant and take over. Because we know we know he's talented enough to do it. And there's a little bit of a need for him to do it in this offense. Just, I guess, to me, he is the number, very clearly, the, the best number two option they have outside of Devontae Smith. In terms of... Uh, in terms of receiving the ball, in terms of a, a talented veteran target, he, he is the veteran target right, now. Exactly. He is the most able-bodied veteran target yes. of the receiving yes. core. He should be, in, in my eyes, he should be the number two target over Reger and Quez Watkins. He because he's he's talented enough. He's a he's a veteran oh, yeah. guy now. He has to step up and be that guy. He does. So I, I think if that happens, then they're in a good spot. But that's that's why the, sort of the sense of urgency, like, hey, Goddard, he does. Now yeah. it's kind of the time to maybe be that guy. Yeah. So I, I think you know, if there's one that that's that's the answer to that. We kind of fell in that naturally. Dallas Goddard is the is the answer to your question. Uh, who who I'd like to see more consistency and more right impressive more week a, one. Do put a one thousand percent because where air man where air he goes. You know if if he if he can go off the off the you know off the cliff like we all hope that he can. Now we're talking about being real dangerous, man. Yes, you know? and yeah. and especially a guy like him, he, he makes reads for for Hertz uh, much. Much easier and and can make his game even better and even even right, more. You well, know. just just 
to see Goddard on the field more because you can, if he's able to be a great pass catcher now, now he's going to be able to run more routes. Now he's going to be able to be on the field more. And as we saw, fantastic blocker, right? Yeah. Like, fantastic blocker. So if, if he's able to get himself on the field more and stay on the field as much as he can, that is an asset for the Eagles. And, you know, I, I guess now the question, what do you think of the wide receivers outside of, of Devontae Smith? You know, because that's, that's sort of the, the one big question I still have about this team. Because I saw a little bit of things from Watkins. They got him involved early. Wasn't able to break one away. But nice plays on those bubble screens. Yeah. Jalen Rager had that one screen pass. Looked fast. To me, a little bit of like, okay, it's in garbage time. Like, I'm glad you did it then. Why Why were you not able to get it as involved earlier? Right. But what? what's, I guess, your assessment there? Because I think what we're seeing with Goddard is we want the sense of urgency because we're not really sure yet about Rager. I, th- I think I think it's a it's it's a it's a backseat thing because it's it's pretty clear what the strength of this team is, and that is uh, the the option the RPO options that they have. So yeah. uh, Miles Sanders. Uh, you know, even more on Sung, I think is is a huge part of of the game plan, running the ball, uh, and and he, but and you would like you even see at the end uh, with Gainwell uh, in there as well. Like he, you know what I, you know what I thought after that game with Gainwell, he's the second guy. Boston Scott, thank you for your services. Oh, you yeah. did a tremendous job. Dude, you Gainwell. should not see the field over this guy. I didn't Gain, know it. Gainwell's closer to Sanders than he is to Boston Scott. I didn't I didn't know this guy until I went to that that practice but dude incredible he, was, he is yeah. really he is talented and, and and it what even goes to show you like sanders is a great back uh catching uh, he uh-huh. out, out of the backfield he is not he is not a receiver and you you saw that firsthand that that drive was it going into the half while we drove down gainwell was on the field the whole time when we when we were passing because he's a, he's a very good yeah pass catcher yeah and and that's that that seems to me you know like that's that's your your main game plan because if if you get if you get Miles Sanders going and then you you kind of which I think will start to progressively happen more is Gainwell is going to be more involved uh, in the offense. Uh, so I was surprised he was getting well. the short yardage carries and yeah. the red zone carries sure. too. Well, I was, you know, I was and, and I think that. that that's just another creative thing of 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 uh, of, of Mr. Sirianni uh, just kind of saying like if they saw Gainwell in the field maybe they're they're anticipating the pass and him kind of just throwing little curveballs here and there, but. But I think it all starts. It's all. It's all going to start with establishing the ground game, establishing the the threat of Hertz's athleticism, uh, Sanders' ability to pound the ball, and Gainwell's uh, ability to get outside. All of those things. Now, because you start climbing that ladder, will build up to more success of of uh, of Devante. Uh, on the outside, more success of Goddard being able to get over top on the middle linebackers, and then more success of whoever you want to put in the slot to kind of drag along the field when you kind of put them in a, in a spot. Well, we can't stop that. We can't stop this. So therefore, they can only commit to one aspect of all the things that we did well yeah. going back with the Falcons that you have to you have to commit to something. And it's just a matter of picking up on that and attacking it at the right at the right point. So the run game, the run game, the run game, the run game. I think that is that is where it starts in my in my opinion. Yeah. And they finally have, you know, and Miles Sanders has been good. It's just staying healthy and being able to stay consistent and he looked great against Atlanta. So yeah. that's one you can it, What do you have 75 yards? Thing, yeah, 75 yards, 15 carries. Really good. 4.9 yards per carry. I will take any day of the week. That is that is close to elite level running back right there. Uh so I 
I think Sanders, you know, he's going to be involved, has to be involved in this game because if there's one sort of weak spot in San Francisco, their interior defensive line isn't really that good, and you can kind of attack them up the middle with the run game. Yeah. Miles Sanders is going to be huge there. But the, the fact now that you have a guy like Kenneth Gainwell, I've been asking for this for years for the Eagles. Like Boston Scott, I know is good, but once Darren Sproles left, they never had a good number two back. They they were suffering. Boston Scott was more of a liability than he was a great player. He just he was for what he was. He ended up doing things that he probably shouldn't have on a football field. And against the New York Giants, he did it twice, and that was fantastic. Kenneth Gainwell finally is a guy I can look at and go, "Oh, he's a legit back. He can yeah. do everything that I want him to do, and he can do it at such a at such a high level." Well, you, you just kind of try to get away from. We talked about this. We talked about this last year too. But like, even in my allotted, it seems to be working. Uh, like we 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 we, ha- we were getting into this this tendency of of relying on these on these guys that had I guess what you call an X-man power like these undersized speedy right, guys yeah, yeah. like oh he's little but dude he's so fast <laughs> I'm like okay well when, in Can the we grand, get both <laughs> in the in the you know, but in the grand scheme of things though like Boston Scott like yeah he he might be a little bit faster than Gainwell, but like you're talking about like point whatever seconds whatever but like, yeah. like what what Gainwell lacks in speed he makes up with Speed, yeah. <laughs> uh, and size, and and, and, and great and, hands, and, and, and all you know, and, and we like th- th- those kind of things. Like we kind of fell in that tendency. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of like the the like the Mighty Ducks. It might be a bad reference. People have seen it. I know you haven't seen it, but you know, you have all these really terrible players. No, I've seen the Mighty Ducks. Okay, oh, the, the, the uh, yeah. so the, the the USA one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all the players, and know, they had one thing they were really good. One at. One thing that they're fantastic yeah. at. The one kid could go in a straight line, and that's it. Yeah, he was the fastest. He he was the fastest skater on the ice, but he could stop you know and that's that's kind of like i was kind of feeling that and even and that is a great way to describe and, what and, the Eagles and i was i was wrong but Maialata was the, was in that he's not in that group anymore but he was kind of in that group as well you know he was a, ru- a rugby player that runs he's six foot nine and he runs a four five forty which i looked up three 376 pounds he runs a four five forty right and so you're like but he doesn't know how to put on a football helmet, and he doesn't know how to block. Okay, well, it still worked in our favor, guy, with that kind of you know that. That's well, kind the, of the great thing stuff. is, you just put a guy that with that physicality on the field, and it's going to work in a way. And now, finally, that Falcons game. Yeah, I think I thought it felt like everything was put together. Now the technique was there. I mean. He was blocking guys with one hand. I didn't like he was s- helping out his guard, blocked oh, the guy with he, one hand. It was kill, insane. Didn't he kill somebody? Yeah, with one hand. Uh, he just pushed and jabbed the guy with one hand and uh, then went to go back in his technique and block the guy in front of I didn't, him. Just I, incredible I stuff. I purposely didn't say his name at all because the minute I thought it, he had a penalty against him. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to talk about how good – like the fact that nobody's talking about my lot is a really good thing, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to follow heed and I'm not going to bring him up. But, dude, he's, he's another exciting, an exciting guy to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, and you know, I I think of this game uh, going specifically in in the 49ers game. The linebackers are going to be tested here. It's just on the Eagles' defense side of thing. Now, I think we broke down. Does Trey Lance play it all this week? Then he started. Yeah, off? he will. You think, he, he'll, you think he'll, he'll start off the game? No, oh. Jimmy Garoppolo starts. Uh, okay. Trey Lance comes in for sort of those like short yardage. But stuff, didn't he um, start? Didn't Trey Lance start? Uh, didn't he have the opening drive last week? No, that was Garoppolo. Oh, it was Garoppolo. Lance, no. Lance did come in a lot. I mean, he. he oh, I, th- I thought for, I thought I heard that he came. I didn't. I didn't watch that game. He probably right. came in the first drive at some point. Uh, but yes, they use him in a lot of running plays, short yardage, red zone plays. They'll use him, and yeah, that'll test the linebackers as well. That'll be a big test. And of course, with their running game, their running game is all about motion. They're 
running game is is not pretty much the straightforward eye power formation like that kind of running game. Yeah. It's coming at you from a bunch of different. Well, that's directions. well, it's a it's a good thing that our our offense kind of operates the same way. So they're used to chase. Yes, they're used a, to chasing yeah. hurts around like that. So I mean, it, from what I've seen anyway, the, the elusive, strong Mister Hurts back there. <laughs> But yeah, um, linebackers are going to be tested. You know, Jannard Avery, Eric Wilson, Alex Singleton. Singleton looked great. Singleton, yes, and he has been looking great. Uh, and this is one, though, where this is like the elite kind of running game, an elite kind of tight end that's really going to put pressure McLeod on your linebackers. Is, I, he was limited. Unfortunately, probably. he's out for this game. That's going to be tough, too. Because He's close, though, right? Yeah, he's close. He should be back in a couple, in a week or so, uh, I think. he's He is close. But, you know, this is going to put a lot of pressure on Kevon Wallace and Marcus Epps and Ant Harris. You know, are those guys going to be able to cover, you know, cover George Kittle, but also who's going to protect the, the, the deep down the field ball? Do you, the do you, do you, do you yeah, well, you, do you, do you, um, do you move Slayer Nelson inside on, on Kittle or what? It's a good question. I would keep slaying the outside. I would keep Slay on, on Debo though? Samuel. Nelson, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that would work. But yes, I would. Man, he's only five ten, uh, just under two hundred pounds. It's it's tough, honestly. I don't think there's a a clear answer. You're probably just gonna have to throw a bunch of different looks at George Kittle. The the thing though is Kyle Shanahan oh. schemes him open a lot, and George Kittle's just a fantastic. It's also like we said, if we if if we you get the Garoppolo, he can't get the ball to Kittle, and I think that's that that should that should be the game plan is to rely on Brandon Graham who oh my god that that hit he had last week oh phenomenal he heard him talking about it too he's like he's like I saw he's like I saw him coming up <laughs> he's like did you hear did you hear him comment on that you know they had him talking about the yeah. Brandon Graham hit yeah. he said I saw him coming up he's like he's like I knew I had to make a move he's like I just dove at him I was just hoping he didn't juke he didn't juke <laughs> <laughs> oh my god did he kill and that that was that like that was that first drive too where they were kind of they were kind of gutting through us and Brandon Brandon Graham man yeah that's and that's you know one of the small one of the few like critiques that I have is yeah. you can't start slow here no because Atlanta. Atlanta was great that they, it was a Ben don't break mentality early on, but the problem is like Atlanta was the worst red zone team in the offense, offensively the worst red zone team in the NFL yeah. last year. So they still those problems were persistent, and they looked that way again week one. You know if if you start that way against San Francisco, you know there's a good chance that they put that in the end zone. You're maybe starting out fourteen nothing early on. Yeah, you know be, be strong in the first like you you have to make sure because. This offense is still young. I don't want them to be put in such a bad spot to where they're kind of having to play catch up early on. That's going to be a really tough spot for them. You know, even though I like Hurts and, and like what the offense has done, it's still young. And it would still be I, you would I, have to kind of throw away your game plan a little bit. And I don't want that to happen. I like I like our D line against the backup running back and and Garoppolo. I do. I, I mean, I, I guess I, is, are we segueing? <laughs> are we segueing? <laughs> I don't know. I I, I guess I that, that are you matchup, making predictions? that matchup that matchup I kind of like. Uh, you know, because like we said, you. You you show up in those areas, and then it kind of it kind of makes you know it kind of knocks Kittle down a couple steps if if you get Garoppolo right. rattled. I mean, Brandon Grant, Javon and what, he, what happened with the Falcons? What you know? What, what I think was also part of the game plan of of Sirianni, which worked wonderfully. They they became one sided. You know, yeah. they they were pass happy, and the Eagles teed up, and I think that's where they want to be. They want you throwing the ball, and it seems that's what they want you to do. Uh, and it seems that's where they're most comfortable is 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 attacking the quarterback. And so, you know, that's that seems to me with like if, if he's if he's sticking by and and playing to strengths to me, that's what seemed what the strength was was 
was uh, was getting them one dimensional and just teeing off. Yeah, and this is a this is a Forty Nine ers team. You want them to throw. I mean, if yeah. they're running the ball all over you, it's it's game over. I'm sorry, but like once it's like a, a college team that goes up against a triple option offense. Like once you kind of see the first few drives, you're like, ooh, I don't know, how I can stop this. Like right. this is maybe a little bit difficult. And you're like, oh, we maybe don't have the personnel for this. This is a little bit too hard. Like if San Francisco runs you early like that, it's going to be a really tough game. And so if the Eagles can stop the run early and can you know make Kyle Shanahan kind of shift a little bit over to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I think that's where you win the game. So prediction time. Uh, where are you going with the Eagles there, uh, dude? I, I, how can I, how can how can I bet against who I think is going to be the best player in the NFL this week? And that's the Philadelphia Eagles fans. That is the that is the link, Jonathan. If if I the could, link is the player of the game. If I could draft, if I could draft the link and make them a fantasy. Uh, uh, at, least, at least, a, at least, at least, at least a flex one. Uh, I would, or, or maybe even a kicker. Uh, maybe even my defense. I don't know. Ooh, but I can't. In in good faith, I'm not even gonna 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 beat the ear about it. The fact that we are getting fans in the link for the first time in two years, or a little little less than two years, will be the difference of this game. And I, I no matter what or who shows up and how we show up. I think the fans will will lift it to a level of success to where we beat the San Francisco 49ers by 10 points. I can't go beat. Uh, I will still go a San Francisco win. And I know I'm going to – am I the heel on this podcast? <laughs> well, you I never pick the Eagles to win. I always try and like act like, oh, the, you know, I can – let's be smart about this game. But no, I, th- I think the Eagles can win this one. Like legitimately, I think from what I saw, they can be competitive and win this game. San Francisco is a great team though. And so I what I see here is these two offenses are probably going to score a lot. I see a game that's one team like this is both teams are going to be close to getting in the 30s. I see probably a 30 to 27 win, 31 30 27 win against the uh, for the 49ers against the Eagles. Competitive game comes down to one of the final drives for San Francisco. Uh, but I I think I'm going to really like what I see from the Eagles here. I'm I'm really optimistic, and this is a complete tone change for me because I think it's been well known. You know, my thoughts that I don't know if this is going to work with Jalen Hurts. I have my questions. I well, I didn't know a damn thing about Nick Sirianni. Like, how is this going to work early on in the season? But from what I saw, this team is pretty pretty much improved in every way from last year. So I think I could say that they can they can compete in a game like this, especially at home in the circumstances, as you're saying, you know, yeah. fans and all that. So I think I'm going to go 30-27 49ers, but a great, great, awesome close Oh, game. Jonathan. I'm oh, sorry. Jonathan. Did, I just, did I just disappoint the family? Am I? Am I Ow. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure. Yeah. I pick against the Eagles a lot. You're, you're, go, you're gone. You're out. I'm yeah. out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Uh, speak, speaking of getting out, we got to get out of here. Mike Jansen, you we know do? what to do. Oh, John, we got to go. Wah, wah, wah. You have a right to remain silent. I'm just kidding. Around. All right, let's, should, we, should we light him up? Light him up. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Birds and bros. <laughs>